Hey guys, if you can spare a few seconds, I just want to give a quick thank you to our lovely patrons before we get into today's episode. If you're a consistent listener of the Karstcast movie cast, uh, that's great. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're looking for a great way to support us, the best way to do so is by going to patreon.com slash Karstcast, where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and hey, so much more, like Zoom hangouts and maybe some new stuff. We're, we're testing out some new ideas. Uh, but anyways, we would really appreciate it if you are looking for a way to support us and also make the podcast just that much better. Go to patreon.com slash carscast and enjoy the episode. Carscast. Uh, my name is Jeff. I watch movies sometimes. And I'm Karsten. I also, I also watch movies sometimes. You're listening to the Carscast movie cast. Hello. Welcome to the 77th episode of the Carscast movie cast. Uh, hey Jeff, what color does blue litmus paper change to in acid? What? <laughs> I don't even understand what this is what? asking. So, so what color does blue litmus paper, a type of yeah. paper, what color mm-hmm. does it change to when placed in acid? Um, Just because acid makes me feel like green mm-hmm. is the, is what i'm just based off that mm-hmm, i'm gonna guess that's incorrect yeah no it is uh that is uh incorrect answer it is red okay i almost so. said red <laughs> only because i thought that would be kind of funny if it was like blood yeah which it is apparent well it's not actual blood it's just red like the color changes yeah yeah no, no uh, the color blue turns into blood blood <laughs> you would and never that's where the blood it. banks get all their blood <laughs> It's actually um, paper. Yeah. Uh, I okay. But I I want to bring this up. We'll make it real quick. Yeah. Uh, but I put in my laundry. This is just a quick tip from the Cars Cast crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is a stupid tip. I put in my laundry right before recording this podcast so that I didn't have to set a timer because this podcast lasts an hour and it takes an hour for the dryer to do its thing. So, mm-hmm. pro tip is start an hour long podcast to avoid timers. Okay, so the only thing I'll say about that is that our <laughs> length of our podcast varies wildly. This is not yeah. like a dead set. Um, so occasionally you might get, if it, especially when we have guest episodes, you might get uh, done with it a little too early. Okay, yeah. there's like a strobing effect behind you in the video, and it makes it look like you're in front of a green screen pretending to be in your room. <laughs> I see the strobe too. Okay, now wait, now it's gone on my screen. Is it? Because as soon as I looked, it went away. Is this like a ghost? Is this like one of those horror I don't. Because <laughs> it stopped as soon as I looked over. Yeah, that was weird. Anyways, we'll just we'll move on. Anyways, um, you shaved your mustache. I, I did. Uh, I also am now back in Florida. <laughs> you did. Yeah, that's the and, bigger news, probably. Um, right when I got back, because I'm not allowed to go in the other parts of my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I was exposed to like you know various in, people like you, I was in like I was me. in Chicago. Yeah. Um. So I'm quarantining for two weeks in this part of the house. Wow. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Wait. But they did not give me enough clothes yet. They just were like here's 
two days of clothes. So that's why, and that really, I'm just saying that's why I'm wearing a shirt that's the exact color of the Karst cast hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a weird look that I wouldn't normally go for, but I had no option. This was the only shirt I have. That's that was hey, clean. Thanks for letting the crowd know because we yeah because we're it's all a weird thinking it. Look, like why is someone wearing just all this weird light blue color? Yeah. Well, I'm finally wearing my own Karst cast hat. Um, yeah. For anyone, there's the oh. There it is. Yeah. Up, up close well, and personal. It's weird seeing someone else wear that hat since I've been the only person for six months to have one of these hats. I know. Well, I decided because I had a different hat on right before we recorded this, and I was like, oh, I can be in on the fun now. So now it looks like we're, yeah. this is like our uniform for work. And no, it, it, that actually does, like, before when it was just me, it felt kind of like chill, and now it feels like we're forced now it feels to wear like, this hat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll. <laughs> At least it looks good. It does look really it nice. It does. It's the embroidery is um, pretty good. Yeah. If it makes you feel good, Jaxie has also been uh wearing hers all week. So nice. Yeah, there people, we go. People are we're loving, all loving the, hats. the hats, yeah. Which will be for sale very soon. Very soon. Shortly. We're set, setting it all up. Um but yeah, can we get a beverage check? Because I think I think I saw a cool can on your side. Yeah. So things. I actually am surrounded by three different beverages right now. All right, let's hear it um so first uh i have uh gatorade, gatorade. yeah second and these are all open uh-huh <laughs> i have a mountain dew oh my god <laughs> and then third i have a uh seasonal la cologne uh draft latte in a can pumpkin spice no water no water in sight. Well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I mean there's a lot Gatorade of water in that is, Gatorade, yeah. Yeah. Like water and some sugar. The pumpkin spice sounds really nice. That actually looks like a pretty cool uh, cool drink. It's not um, bad. It seems like a lot of flavors, but I. Uh, what's your favorite type of Gatorade? Because Fruit Punch is up there for me. That's a, okay. that's a high so tier. So Fruit Punch, I think, is the best Gatorade flavor. Now, the best Powerade flavor is the light blue. Yep. That's the right answer. And that's the best sports drink flavor, full stop. Yeah, I, w- I can get down with that. Yep. I always remember the Powerade because there was this really small golf course uh, near my house when I was little where I'd go to golf with my, my dad a lot. And uh, they had one vending machine halfway through the course. And it was only nine holes, but when I was little, it was a lot for mm-hmm. me. And I would just always get the blue Powerade and it'd fuel me up like Popeye spinach and I'd yeah. power through the last three holes. And So I do have a similar story is that I used to take tennis lessons from a woman named cricket when i was like <laughs> six years old uh and like in our halfway or so break of the lesson there was a vending machine dispensed the light blue powerade oh my yeah so wow so we just grew up on the same medicine mm-hmm. like that uh the sentence i was i took tennis lessons from a woman named cricket <laughs> is like yeah, I haven't thought it's about like cricket some in a folk long time. Title, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's a true story. Wow, that's really funny. I didn't even know you could name people cricket. I know, like, I mean, they might have named themselves cricket. I don't know. Yeah, that could be their own thing. Yeah, it's um, kind of a cool name, though. I do like the name cricket now that I think about it, especially as like a tennis coach instructor. Yeah, whatever. And um, and honestly, I I played tennis like a cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play tennis, just like hopping around. Cricket, yeah. You and the the bugs, man. 
praying yeah. mantises and i introduced uh i was playing so i have your song i'm just a mantis on my summer playlist because i just <laughs> threw it on there for fun and i was playing games with uh our friend John yesterday, I was just like in my room and I had the Spotify up and your song came on shuffle and he was like, is that Jeff? <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's a good, good little moment yeah. right there. Which, um, spreading the you know, I'm, I think I'm getting fairly close to being able to cash out on the earnings of that song. Yeah. You're, I'm you're almost at that it. 10 euro threshold. Yeah. It looked like it had like 5,600 plays when I checked. So that's respectable. Doing pretty well, yeah. Now let's be fair. About forty five hundred of those plays were one From person. One person, yeah. yeah. And I've definitely and it wasn't me. To it. Yeah, it wasn't Jeff. <laughs> That'd be sad. <laughs> um, but yeah. So how was the drive back? By the way, you had the yeah. I mean, so my car was it again? full mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, yeah. I have to go back one final time to get like the last few things. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a nice. Uh, I was in the car for like twenty four hours straight. Wow, that's so you um, did it all in I, one. I slept a couple. Well, yeah, I slept like a, twice for like a couple hours at like gas stations. Man, I just can't imagine. It's not. It's not fun. I don't know why I no. do it. it we, okay, here's why I do it, and it there is an actual reason. Uh-huh. And it, like, I would stop at at a hotel, uh-huh. but I'm really dumb and end up leaving too late to the point where, when I would stop at the hotel, it's not far enough. I haven't driven far enough yet. Oh yeah, that, because well, that once makes you sense. get past like two a.m., it's then pointless it's like, to go to a hotel because you have to like check out usually at like few 10. hours. Yeah. So by the time you'd sleep, you'd get like six hours of sleep tops, and like yeah, that's better than nothing. But it doesn't feel like I'm getting what I paid for. Yeah. Um, so I get your. Logic so I need to now. leave. Yeah. So I need to leave earlier because what happened was I just took. It was just so hard to pack all that stuff because I was packing up an entire apartment. I didn't mm-hmm. end up leaving till like just after four, mm-hmm. so at that point, if I stopped at a hotel, you know, at like one or two a.m., which would have been around halfway, it's like, yeah, I don't really. The thought of spending six hours in a hotel room and having to pay like fifty or sixty dollars just didn't seem. No, that makes sense. Worth it. See, at first I was like, oh, Jeff's. This is very smart of Jeff to go about it that way. But at the same time, you could just leave earlier. No, yeah, no, it's not smart at all. It's stupid. (laughs) It's entirely a problem that I have created. Yeah. No, I'm not trying to make myself sound smart. I'm just saying that's the reasoning. That's the, yeah, yeah. It's very understood now. It's a completely self inflicted problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, you learn from your mistakes, right? Well, apparently not because you've done it a few different times. (laughs) I've done it three times in a row. (laughs) Um, I will actually be doing a road trip tomorrow uh well let's see if let's see if this qualifies yeah um so i'm going from chicago to northern minnesota Mm -hmm. so what is that like eight eight hours eight eight hours yep i think that qualifies i think i think eight hours is where i would say that's like at least on the borderline to where that counts yeah because that's an eight hour that's a day you know yeah that's 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 long enough where you, you actually would be uncomfortable if you didn't stop and get food yeah, which we are going to do. Yeah, so going, I think that counts. We're going all the way. I am going, like, through the entire state of Wisconsin uh, mm-hmm. vertically. So that's... Well, technically, if you did that, you'd be in Canada. Yeah, but... Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're cutting through 
Duluth? And then we're going to drive directly on the border of Canada and the yeah. United States into Wisconsin <laughs> or through Wisconsin into Minnesota. Perfect. Yep. I'm going to go to TIFF even if they didn't give me the press pass is what that trip is going to be. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to drive along the border until you see them not looking and then you yeah. turn Dash right. in there just to watch a movie and catch the virus. Um, yeah, it was yeah. pretty sad that we didn't get TIFF. Uh, no, yeah, we press. both applied. Did you get the email? I did get the email. I got it like okay. a minute after you told me you got yours. And after yeah. I, said, I didn't get mine yet. And I got it like a minute later. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to update you that I got it a yeah. minute later. Well, what happened was I texted you. I was like, I didn't get it. And you were like, I didn't get it. I didn't get the email yet. And I was like, oh. so. But then I went on Twitter. And it's like everyone was posting about it at the same time. Like so many critics. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, so I guess. Did Jeff get it? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> everyone has gotten the email. Did Jeff get yeah. approved? It's, it's, it's because I lied and said that we had 2 million listeners. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. I do want to... Wait, I, did we address what you put down for... We're, we're not going to address this in the middle of the podcast, but I forget if I asked you what you put down for our monthly listener base. Or oh, I just that. asked. I asked you. and then You asked me? You. Okay. Yeah. All right. I forget if we exaggerated it a bit or no. Only, <laughs> like, like, we exaggerated in the... In a reasonable amount, like we, yeah. I think we just put the upper limit of what we had the previous month. Right, like we just right. put our at like the episode that had the most. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pro so it's tip not really anyone. exaggerated. Yeah, it's not. No, really exaggerated. Yeah, just it's, stretch it, it a little. It's not. You yeah, know, more. It's not. It's not outright lying. No, not at all. Because we do have episodes with tons yeah. of listens. <laughs> I mean, generally, it's episodes where I talk less. Well, that's not not what we're going to say. No, it's it's uh, because we have guests. We have guests, yeah. That's a causation argument there. It's not because I talk less. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it just so happens to be. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I think that's enough. Um, I was going to have, I had one more point, but I guess we'll we'll get in. You know, I'll ask the point anyways. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but it is, like, noticeably September right now. Like, the weather shift shifted so fast. Well, I don't know about in Florida. I was about to say, uh, um, but <laughs> not here, buddy. Not there, no. I think it shifted right as we, either right before or right after we did the park episode. And now yeah, it starts so to feel like fall. The The final two days I was in Chicago, it was, like, 78. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, but in where i am in florida it is 90 degrees fahrenheit and will be at least 87 every day for the next week and a half that's oh my god so no it does not feel like september definitely not (laughs) september over there um what is your favorite season is my last question of this intro uh Uh, it depends where i am in florida um like late winter early spring okay so like in march the weather's really nice in florida Mm-hmm interesting that's like the opposite of everywhere else i would feel like because late march usually is yeah because florida is just so hot yeah yeah because here it's like slush everywhere in march yeah and everything looks brown and gross and yeah yeah winter and spring in florida are really nice um summer is just incredibly hot and then it's really like muggy in the fall Hmm. interesting like when i was unpacking my car in the afternoon i got like for i did it for like 45 minutes and i got like 10 mosquito bites oh god mosquitoes i fucking yeah that's miserable <laughs> yeah florida I mean, just seems like the worst place to be for it's not the, like the it's pretty in like there's beaches and stuff mm-hmm. 
but it's not fit for human habitation in the way that we live now i don't think okay it's uh it's a lot of bugs yeah a lot of bugs and gators mm-hmm. um Oh, the gators cool. are actually pretty chill, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crocodiles you look out for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Our yeah, yeah. Australian listeners will know. <laughs> Truest shit they've ever Alligators heard. just, they just chill. They're, they're they just, just chill, yeah. All right. Because um, crocodiles are the fast ones, right? Um, I think alligators are fast as pretty well, but fast. they don't really okay. attack people. Yeah. Because that's the... Crocodiles okay. are, like, crocodiles are the aggressive ones. Ah, gotcha. They're like Alli- the, the hippos of reptiles. Okay, yeah. No yeah, one's yeah. ever said that. No. I just made that up. I was going to say... <laughs> it's, the new, it's the new... Everyone's saying it. The crocodiles, the hippos are right. Yeah. Also, hippos are very dangerous from what I... I mean, they could... Yeah, hippos are... That's why I said hip through the hippos. Oh, because, I, because I got it mixed up dangerous. by... No, I was saying crocodiles out. are the See, dangerous ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we talked about this yesterday when... But tomorrow's yesterday and today is tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. Every like, um, twenty episodes, you have to just we gotta call back drop, our yesterday joke. Are you, <laughs> it's the only way we'll remember that movie, um, unless cool. we watched it. Unless we watch it tomorrow, which in two days will which in two yesterday. days will be. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. That'll be today. In two days. No. No. You're right. Tomorrow. <laughs> in two days, that'll be today. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, today we're talking about Moneyball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Great segue. Uh. This is a 2011 film directed by Bennett Miller. Um, And yeah, the synopsis reads, uh, Billy Bean, played by Brad Pitt, general manager of the Oakland A's, one day has an epiphany. Baseball's conventional wisdom is all wrong. Faced with a tight budget, Bean must reinvent his team by outsmarting the richer ball clubs. Joining forces with Ivy League graduate Peter Brand, played by Jonah Hill, Bean prepares to challenge old-school traditions. He recruits bargain-bin players whom the scouts have labeled as flawed, but have game-winning potential. It is based on the book by Michael Lewis. Yeah, and Billy Bean is a hilarious name. Such a good name. I didn't realize how and funny it, it was until I read it out loud. Yeah, and it sounds so fake, but it's not. He's a real person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a real guy, which yeah. I think adds so much to it. I was like, it doesn't seem like a like if this when you if this were to happen in real life before the movie came out, you wouldn't think, oh, they should make a movie out of this. Um, but now that they did, I think it's there's a lot here. You know, it, I don't know that what that was point a- was. <laughs> <laughs> See, in my mind, I was like, this is. An I'm amazing like, but they point. Did I, I, <laughs> I kind of think I know what you were saying? You were like, saying it's just, that it's an odd before movie. Before they made the film, yeah, that no one you wouldn't pitch this movie to someone, and and someone would be like, yeah, for sure, make that as a movie, right? Um, and I think we can ha- just start talking about spoilers. It's an old film, and it literally is something that happened in real life, so yeah, it's a factual thing. But yeah, yeah. the fact that the ending of the film, they just like lose in the playoffs immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just... And then, like, someone's like, yeah, so, like, what's the big, like, climax? They win the World Series? Like, no, they no. lose immediately. Just, just They just <laughs> get demolished in the playoffs. They get tanked. Yeah. yeah. Which is so... It's kind of funny. Um, yeah. Not in the and movie, the... but, like... <laughs> I just love the... Well, in the movie, though, they, they are like, yeah, like, this, like, huge, like, pump-up, like, really dramatic lighting, which the lighting in this film for the baseball sequences is hilarious it's yeah. so like contrasty and not at all good for like seeing the ball which in real no. life is not how the lighting is in baseball right. because the players want to be able to see mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. You don't have like the light on one half of the face and there's just nothing here. <laughs> it's like, where's well, okay. the light on that side? <laughs> that happened like so many different times in this movie. I'm so glad you brought that up because there was the scene where they're in the locker room getting interviewed. Mm-hmm. And the interview, like from the camera, there's no light on the subject. It's just yeah. like most of their face is dark. I'm like... Just at yeah. least put in something there. In interviews, they have those like block LEDs that they just, yeah, like, it's like stick. giant. Yeah, and this would have been set in two thousand one, so they didn't have they weren't LEDs, but they were still were like on camera like lights that were just like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, getting back to the the ending playoff <laughs> sequence, the guy hits like a hard hit up in the air, and for like one second, you're like, oh, it's about to be a home run. But since in real life they lost immediately. They yeah. had to give you like one moment where you weren't sure what's gonna happen. And it's just like a pot flying. I catches it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. No. Um. We watched this. You were the one that pitched this movie. Uh, pitched it because ah. God damn it, dude! I need to set up the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> I almost set it up today. Uh, I'll put that in in post. Uh, I won't. But anyways, you pitched this. Uh, I want to know why. And also, you did say you wanted to hold back on the baseball uh, yeah. talk, but I want to hear about it because having seen the movie, I, I here's the okay. I will say like I we I announced this movie on our Twitter, and then mm-hmm. my friend from high school was like, "You got to get me on the Moneyball uh, episode," and we obviously didn't get it, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> but uh, because his one of his points was that the baseball in this movie was a little funky, and I want to know the, if that's okay. what you were gonna say. The baseball is is a bit funky, I, but <laughs> but this movie isn't. Uh, I think a very you know this movie is not about the baseball on the field. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's true. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Sorry, oh, you did? I oh, okay. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. do you really disagree about the baseball thing? No, I agree. It's not about the baseball. Um, but what were you? I saying? mean, the baseball sequences were clearly actors trying to play baseball. Like the, their swing mechanics were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so the yeah, but that's not what it's about, right? This wasn't yeah. Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> yeah. Other classic uh, baseball. Yeah, it's it's about the back room stuff and mm-hmm. Billy Bean's journey. I mean, it's interesting how they in a movie about you know analytics and sabermetrics, which is like one of the terms people use to talk about these advanced statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, they still made this film very human in that one of the obstacles Billy Bean has to overcome is still finding the right balance between the human side of the game. And using this new analytical tools. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Um I, it's it's hard. I think I just need like you to to point me in a direction you want me to just like run with and then I can no. get into some like advanced stuff if you want. No, well I was just curious because I'm like pretty unfamiliar with baseball slash because yeah. I my friend pointed that out and I was like, I didn't think the bait the only thing that looked funky was that one guy's throw, which Chad Bradford, even, who yeah. played for the Tampa Bay Rays, which were the pretty much the successor to Billy Bean's style of baseball where they became the new analytical team after Billy Bean because they were an equally <clears throat> low budget team. Okay. Um, and baseball is a lot of, it's the one sport where it's much easier to quantify in numbers what is happening because it's a series of one-on-one 
um, like miniature games inside the game, right? Mm -hmm. Where there's much less variable. So in hockey or basketball, there's so many moving parts where you can't easily quantify what is happening with numbers. And now in the last 10 years, pretty much every sport has gotten much better at this, which Mm -hmm. is why in in basketball, the value of the three-pointer is something that has been like enhanced by um all of like the the new metrics that people have had and that's why a lot of teams now just shoot tons of three-pointers because if you're shooting three-pointers as a team at like 35 percent or something it's more valuable than shooting two-pointers ever and you just have teams breaking records every year for shooting most three-pointers but baseball was the first sport that really started and, and this movie is about the beginning of using these advanced metrics in a sport in baseball, this was 2001, so this was mm-hmm. before you had computers in the way we have them now where you could track all of these things without someone manually having to, like, enter information. I was thinking that. Like, now it must be, like, way – like, this must be – I was going to ask you, you probably know more about baseball than I do. Um, I hope so. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, did this they, – they only touched on it a little bit with, like, what happened with the Reds, Red Sox mm-hmm. at the very end. But is this, like, fully the norm now? Yeah, like, this, is, this is completely, like uh, – what now it's evolving to where because every team has all these metrics, mm-hmm. it's all these teams on the, like, cutting edge trying to find new undervalued metrics. Yeah. So the Tampa Bay Rays, for instance, were the first team to uh, use, like, heavily the this thing called the shift, where generally if you had a power hitter – a lot of times they would you'd have these hitters who would only be able to hit the ball to like one side of the field just the mm-hmm. way they swung yeah and using data showing that like a guy will always hit the ball to a certain side of the field you just stack more defensive players on that side of the yeah. field and the rays started doing that to like the extreme normally it would be like a, one or two guys on like the whole team you would do that for and they started doing that for like a third of all at bats mm-hmm. that's interesting um, yeah and so that and then that started working so that yeah. a bunch of teams started doing it. Do you think that makes for like more interesting baseball to watch, in your opinion, or do you miss? Would so you rather have the, the traditional thing. way. Um, I think baseball is boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the the mental aspect of thinking about baseball is more interesting than the actual sport of baseball. Mm-hmm. I think the baseball playoffs are interesting because it's. But the seasons, not this year because of COVID, but there are 162 games in the regular season just to get to the playoffs. Yeah. That's, that's absurd. Yeah. That's, it's it's, a, when you're get, talking about a team winning the World Series, they've played like 180 games. Mm-hmm. There's like that's an like excessive one game every amount. Other day. Yeah. It's a fucked up sport because like it. Yeah. Because also I feel like more than other sports, um, I feel like taking a loss in baseball is like hits harder for some reason like it's an emotional thing um but maybe i'm wrong in that way so like explain that well i I don't know just the way the game is worked out like like you said it's like kind of like strategic and also a lot of decisions are based on like things that uh are are sort of in your control some of the time whereas like mm-hmm. football or soccer or hockey it's like like you said there's like so much happening on the field there are so many yeah ways like you you can you can't expect anything whereas baseball like you said a bunch of miniature games within a game it's it feels more in your control i don't know and also okay also because i think there's like 
more distinguished roles within baseball. Like you get mm-hmm. a better sense of like a a const- like you can like pinpoint like specific people better than you can. I don't watch a lot of sports, so maybe I'm wrong yeah. here. But well, from what okay, I know, so... like the Cubs winning the World Series, it was like a fucking riot in. Like that doesn't happen in like other sports. I feel like yeah, the Cubs were an interesting case because they just hadn't won the World Series in over a hundred years. Yeah, but the thing and what the, actually this film is uh, like at the end is is referencing is the fact that baseball is a numbers game and because of a sample size that affects the sample size affects a lot of things. So over the course of 162 game season, that's a big enough sample size where valuing you know this guy being 10 percent better at getting on base than a different guy though mm-hmm. that's where the the over the course of 162 games that shows itself to be true generally yeah um but in any given one or you know two games it's completely random because a guy batting 300 versus a guy batting 320 you can't know who's gonna do better over seven games yeah, um, yeah and that's, that's why at the end they're talking about you know one of the things they were talking about in that minnesota <clears throat> twins playoff series was the fact that like the, he built this team and you just using numbers and not the eye tests and over a short series of games it's it should just be the better players will win even mm-hmm. though that's complete nonsense because you know theoretically if a guy's you know a team performs 10 percent better than another team they still should have a 10 percent better chance of winning in one game it's just that a, for, a team with 40 percent chance of winning based on numbers is still going to win 40 percent of the time yeah. So that's still almost 50-50, really. Right. It, it, it's just, I don't know. It's I I could talk about this for an excessively long time. I was going to say, yeah, because we haven't even really touched on the movie itself. I know. This but... is just about the underlying, uh, you know, as, like the underlying context in real in real life for the movie and but what's happened since. That's the thing, though. That's I really, I like this movie a lot, I think. Yeah, no, um, it's a good movie. Which... It, because before this, before having seen it, this conversation, which is why I'm so sorry to anyone who hasn't seen the movie who's listening to this podcast, this conversation would just not interest me at all. I'd be like, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know that this was a new form of baseball that even... I thought baseball has just been the same all the time. Uh, so that's... And that's just what I like about this. And something I really like about uh, Aaron Sorkin, who did the screenplay and this Mm -hmm. has happened with like so many films he's written like the social network and uh steve jobs most recently it's like he can make something that you do not give some really boring subject on the outside like so dramatized and interesting and Mm -hmm. this is like a this is a great example of that because seriously i don't care about baseball (laughs) but i kind of am i kind of do now like i want to I wish we weren't in a pandemic because I'd like to watch some baseball in a stadium. Yeah, it's, <laughs> again, baseball at a stadium is a fun way to spend a day. Amazing time. Like when you're with friends, it wouldn't be fun by yourself. It would just be boring. No, well, that'd be You'd just be on your phone the whole time. Yeah, you're just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It's, it's it's too much. I, I don't, yeah. It's funny because I'm talking about all these like very advanced baseball things and i'm like yeah but i kind of hate baseball (laughs) (laughs) well it's a fun sport to get into in that way 
I feel like. Like you mm-hmm. like you said earlier, it's more fun to I think talk about like the specific stats and like how you can turn it into a mathematical thing rather than like hockey yeah. where you're just watching a game. Um but it's an exciting game where baseball the ball's in play for like a few minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say like and I know I I've said before that hockey games are my favorite games to go to, but baseball games might be like just as good. But I've also been like I don't know. The the thing no, I'm not saying I disagree with that, but I think that it's it's not the same experience. Hockey, you go to the hockey game to watch a hockey game. Yeah. Baseball, you that's... go to a baseball game to hang out with people. Yeah. Baseball it's game. It's like an enhanced park experience. Most of the baseball game is like gimmicks going on the big screen. Like Yeah, you got some the hot dogs that dressed as the... presidents running around the field. Yeah. Man. Um I don't know if you've ever I like the twins built this new i mean this is really old at this point but they built this brand new park stadium right which has some wind issues yeah 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 that is true (laughs) but i've been there a few times i think my dad got like season passes one year and we went a bunch and it was like the time of my life i loved going to baseball Mm -hmm. games but i've never been to a cubs game i really want to go i want to as well have you never been to one no i've been to a white Sox game same because it costs like five bucks yeah, we, we went for free with DePaul and sat on, like, the shitty benches across yeah. the... And it so was great I time. used to go to a lot of Rays games, where they actually used to be called the Devil Rays. Mm. Um, they changed their name in, like, 2008, and then right after, that's when I started going to a lot of games. Yeah. Um, and they were, that's when they were good. They went to the World Series in 2008. Um, oh. and it was using a lot of the stuff, like, from this film. That's where they were doing all these metrics um where they just had like these very good defensive players who like could kind of hit and it was i mean it was interesting i don't want to get too much back into the stuff i was just talking about no but you're good i had my parents bought season tickets which that's 81 games a year Uh uh-huh they didn't want to go to 81 games a year so i and my brother and i went to like 20 games a year and it was too much damn yeah, because that's a little that I, it's not even fun at that point. Yeah, yeah, I would be well, exhausted. The thing is that I also learned that the Rays have historically like the worst attendance because their stadium is stupid. It's this indoor dome and it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so they only had four hundred season ticket holders total. My parents were half a percent of the entire season ticket base of the Tampa Bay Rays. That's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah damn wow interesting yeah um, but the rays manager joe madden who then was the cubs manager and he won the world series wow well good for him and, yeah and then uh carlos pena who was the first baseman who they traded in this film was on the rays for a long time mm. um chad bradford was on the rays the the, pitch the submarine goofy. pitcher yeah. yeah nice which that's actually a thing now and that's my prediction of where the game is going is you just find pictures pitchers who have completely opposite attributes so i think that an underutilized pitching style is the knuckleball which is just because it's such a weird pitch and it slows everything down um to where i'm gonna this is too much into baseball again no one's gonna care about this i should stop <laughs> hey do it's, it. it's mainly just tricking batters by when they're going like having consecutive pitchers they see so from like a guy hits and then the team goes around the order and then the guy hits again next time he hits it's a pitcher who's like the complete opposite of the previous pitcher so okay. you'd have him face a guy who has like a 100 mile an hour fastball and the next time around the order he's facing a guy who's like a knuckleballer who throws it like 65 miles an hour and the ball's just doing this oh jesus 
It's just so I think that's because that's, that's where it's going. kind of yeah. I mean, that's just kind of where the game's going is finding these like small details mm-hmm. to gain some kind of advantage. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's talk about uh, the movie well. So the movie. <laughs> um, I okay. Something I do like about it is that yeah, it's not about the game of baseball, and yeah, it's like mostly. And by that I mean it's just it is a game or it's a movie about like the numbers and everything we talked about already. Yeah. But I like how it's also like pretty uh, like universal. How like mm-hmm. you can apply yeah, they, this same message to a lot of fields. Yeah, um, and they really do a good job at humanizing Billy Bean and making him like a very likable guy who you because they understand that even though technically Billy this film isn't. It's more about Billy Bean than it is baseball. Oh, it's all about him. Yeah, this is a biopic. <laughs> Even though, yeah, it is a biopic. and uh, But, you know, from, like, just the way people talk about this film, at least from what I've seen, it's very baseball. It's not, it's, like, not, a, like, even the, the synopsis, it's saying that this film is about, like, using these new ways of using baseball, but it's more about the guy doing it. Yeah, totally. The same way, like... That's the. This is what Aaron Sorkin does. Like that's Social Network was about Mark mm-hmm. and Steve Jobs, about Steve. Yeah. Um, I just looked up Billy Bean just to see what he looks like, um, and I have nothing to add to that. He's just he looks like a very normal guy. I mean, he's not as attractive as no. Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt looked great in this. Movie. That's the worst part about <laughs> Brad Pitt in biopics is that the actual people he's portraying are never as handsome. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, speaking like, of Brad Billy Pitt, <laughs> they're like, who's gonna play me, Brad Pitt? And he's like, okay, yeah. He, he's like, I can see it a little bit. <laughs> he's like, he's like me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But speaking of Brad Pitt, I thought he was so good in this. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I haven't seen every. He's done like a million movies, so I can't really say I've seen every Brad Pitt movie. But I feel like I always get a little like teased with brad pitt in what he does because it's like we never get to see him just fully like be brad pitt for a feature-length film he's always like a supporting role or he's always like kind of reserved um and this one we got a lot of brad pitt and i was never sick of it because he's such a entertaining person to watch Mm -hmm. on screen like he hits a lot of surfaces throughout this movie (laughs) there's a lot of banging the hand on the table uh (laughs) I don't know. I I thought he was great, and Jonah Hill. Um, yeah, Jonah Hill was was great. And this is just like fun to look back on because I think this is this was like such a turning point for Jonah Hill. Like this was his first, uh, not first, I bet, but like the big drama turn for him. Uh, so yeah, and he did he did great. Yeah. Um, Philip this, Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. This, first of all, I knew Jonah Hill and I knew Brad Pitt were in this, but I did not know one Philip Seymour Hoffman was in this, or that uh, Chris Pratt was in this. Yeah. <laughs> and he does like this is, I think, exactly what Chris Pratt should be playing. Like he is. This is that's like the kind of guy. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's Chris Pratt. He's like, yeah. To be honest, my elbow's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Indiana Jones, apparently, which he might do still i don't that was old news but um yeah the the cast is stacked and i think everyone does a pretty great job um yeah i'll say i think this is my favorite sports movie 
if the, if we're counting it as I don't think it's it's a biopic more than it is. It's a definitely sports a sports movie. movie. Okay, it's one hundred percent a sports movie because yeah. sports isn't just the sport, obviously. No, because I think yeah, sports movies they're they're also here's the thing. I thought it was funny. I not funny, but I thought it was uh like a little unexpected that they just lost the playoffs at the end. Um, but I also like did see that coming to an extent, just knowing how this film was doing what it was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I like it as a sports movie. Cause it's just different in a lot of ways. Yeah. You, you couldn't with a biopic, you couldn't really just lie and say they wanted yeah. that series. <laughs> People would, would like Google at me like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Billy beans watching. He's like, I, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just really like everything this it's was doing. It's a great film. It really is that's, a great film. And that's film. why I haven't watched it in a long time. I think I watched it in theaters and I've never actually watched it again. So that's why yeah. I said, let's well, watch this because I wanted well, to anyways. Yeah, I feel like people have really like forgotten about it. And I think it got glossed over. I told my roommate that I was watching this and he was like, oh, I, I remember seeing that. It was pretty good. Um, I just thought it was like kind of Oscar baity. And I think people gloss it over as that. I think it is a little Oscar Beatty, especially it came out in like September of that is year. That, is that Warren Beatty's brother? Oscar Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Beatty was watching Warren Beatty mess up the name. <laughs> and he was like, you're a disgrace to the name. <laughs> uh, stupid joke. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a good it's a good movie it's a little cheesy sometimes but like it it's a sports movie they have to be kind of cheesy like i think the flashbacks of billy bean younger well let me just say those flashbacks that dude looked just like brad pitt uh unless that was brad pitt with a lot of like they just did a lot of work i don't think that was brad pitt no there was just some shots where it looked just like him with like the face and the I don't know. I th- I mean, I thought it was like close enough to be like, yeah, that you know, it doesn't distract me. I don't know if I thought he looked exactly like Brad Pitt. Not exactly. Well, because yeah, um, the dinner table stuff, he didn't look like Brad Pitt. But when he was like on the field playing for the Twins, I was like, that's yeah. Um. Anyway, what if that's that that guy's career from now on? He just plays just... flashback Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, I looked him up because I was like, how is this guy? I think his name was like Reed reed thompson yeah has he done anything else no but he oh my god he looks just like brad uh anyways sorry i just i'll put a picture of it in the thing um (laughs) but anyways i loved this um i mean very it's a very well done sports movie yeah i mean i think it's at least as good as mvp most valuable primate yeah, I mean, that's a stretch, but <laughs> I think MVP's got this one beat. Uh, yeah, well, in MVP, at least they won the championship at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's something in not just sports movies, but in, like, anything, um, any movie that really, like, centers around, and this doesn't, like, entirely center around money. They just call it, I thought it would be more about money than it was. Uh, but movies that, like, kind of center around, like, success and money and stuff, like, this one is kind of like addressing how people place value on themselves in a system mm-hmm. where like so much of success is defined by numbers and statistics. And I just thought what it was doing near the end with uh, Billy and like 
what because he's he's so set on like what is like a winner and loser and what it means to win and lose and like i don't know i i think that was a part of the film that i really appreciated um especially Mm. that one moment i don't know how to like fully it's not like that it was just a kind of half-assed metaphor but the moment with the guy who slid into first base when he actually hit a home run that whole situation i really liked that moment even though it was like kind of cheesy um i think this movie let it slide because uh, he slid into first he slid stage. You're just using the... only baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it's a total. <laughs> I would like to address that in my Playmobil video, I said something like, I have a Lego tattoo, give me a break. And I have a lot of comments that said, I should give me said, a brick. Give me a brick, yeah. You should not so. have said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. That Well, then that makes me feel better. Uh, well, yeah, that's. Do you have anything else to say? about this movie because i feel like i don't want to hold you back from all the baseball oh no yeah definitely hold me back from all the Uh, the the problem is that it's too many thoughts where i don't i need like a specific question to structure it in a way that's not just insane sounding because i sound like some guy trying to convince you of it i sound like a soapbox like creature baseball guy (laughs) (laughs) we're like trust me the knuckleball is gonna come back it's gonna be big you're the billy bean of the knuckleball you're just <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the Billy Bean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're out of your mind if you think that's coming back. Or um, I try. I become Billy Bean because Bean is another term for hitting a hitting a batter with the the ball, <laughs> like from the as the pitcher. Um, so Bean, it's Bean Ball. Uh, so that's my new thing is that <laughs> I'm like, it, trust me, guys. You if you hit every pitcher in the or every batter in the head, they can't feel a team anymore, and you automatically win <laughs> because they forfeit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that does it for baseball yeah. talk. Well, I actually do have one more baseball strategy that I think can win a game. Okay. Yeah. I've come up with a lot. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of these baseball you know, strategies where the, the Rays do this thing now where they, instead of starting a starting pitcher where the pitcher will play for generally like six or seven innings, they start a reliever and then have him pitch for like a few innings and then kind of... It's, anyways... No one cares about that. I'm going to skip that. <laughs> you lost my, me. my tactic is what I like to call the intentional catcher interference. Mm. So you know how there's the catcher behind home plate? Yeah. And he catches the ball the pitcher throws. Uh-huh. Um, the catcher has to stand far enough back to where it, he doesn't interrupt the batter's swing. So when the batter swings and hits him. When I was in Little League once, I hit the catcher's hand when I was trying to swing. And I was like, oh, what the hell? And then I, you get to go to first base because that's his fault. Wow. So, but there's nobody trying to do this on purpose. No. So I And no catchers are expecting it. So if you stand all the way in the back, the, it, say that the bases are loaded, bottom of the ninth inning, you're, it's a tie game. All you need to do is get, a, like, get on base and you win the game. Imagine this. You stand all the way in the back of the batter's box. The guy throws it. You intentionally hit the catcher. You win the game. You won the game, yeah. Now, that is probably the least sporting thing in the world. (laughs) But. But you win the game. You win the game, yeah. And I think that that's going to happen sometime. Now, I'm not sure if it's illegal to try to hit the catcher or not, but you can make it look like you're not trying. Wow. 
And the thing is, you're you're pretty safe here if if this ever happens and someone gets in trouble because they're not gonna come looking for a film podcast where this no. idea originated. <laughs> so, and, and to be clear, I mean hit them in the hand. Yeah, you don't need to hit them in the head. I was gonna say the head that would be no, don't do that. Not they're wearing a mask, it. obviously, and a helmet, uh-huh. but that's that's overkill. Yeah, just hit him in the hand. That's what happened. That's what I did. I got the first base. I think it's a good strategy. Man, did I ever tell you the story of when I got hit with a baseball? when i tried to be the catcher briefly um, no i was in it was sixth grade i did baseball very briefly and we were just it was practice and it was the end of practice and they were like uh does anyone want to try just catching be the catcher for once and i was like i'll do it and it was just silent and everyone was like standing around like watching me and like i put on the mask and apparently i didn't put it on properly um which is a essential part of this and <laughs> i just sat there and waited and then the pitcher threw the ball and it just smacked me across the head and everyone was like "Ooh!" and yeah i I didn't i wasn't the best at baseball Uh, yeah (laughs) i had like little the the whatever the the lines like on my chin for a while because like the baseball like ingrained it into my yeah um how did you put the mask on if you weren't i don't know because the whole thing is like a big thing i don't oh Maybe I just straight up didn't have the mask on. Okay, so that would be a problem because yeah. was there someone trying to hit as well? Was there a batter? No, they were just like testing it out. Okay, so like me okay. Because I was about to say, if there was a batter, that would be the least safe thing ever. Because yeah. part of the right issue is here. that if they foul tip it, you can't like react to that and it'll just hit you right in the face. Yeah, that's like a so at least what you were doing concussion. was only very dangerous instead of yeah. incredibly dangerous. I also was just like I, I crouched down and I put it like right here. Like, I feel like I should have at least exposed my, or covered my face a little. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we, I didn't do well on the baseball team. Yeah. But, um. I was really good as a, as a little leaguer. Yeah. I can I see you as for a. the all-star team, uh, as a second baseman. I never, I didn't play for the all-star team because my parents didn't want to have to stick around all summer because they wanted to go on vacation. That's, well, actually, and that kind of. my baseball <laughs> <it's> career <shitty>. ended. <laughs> I'm sorry. I see no, you I was mean, a pretty I, good baseball player. Player. I was all right. I was yeah. really fast. That was the thing. I like. I pretty much because in little league the bases instead of being ninety feet are only sixty feet. Yeah. And I was more than two thirds as fast as a fast adult as a ten year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could run as fast as like probably a slightly slow adult. So mm-hmm. stealing was the easiest thing ever. I just stole like second base all the time. <laughs> it was like the, it was the dumbest thing ever. Like I don't think I ever got caught stealing wow um cool well what are we feeling for a score for this movie <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> i just checked I the time and we've been talking for a minute about yeah you might have to cut this. out some of my oh it'll be fine baseball be fine. we have time like, stamps. People are gonna hate this no nah, it'll be I, I told you this would happen i'll be like yeah so <laughs> if i start talking about baseball there's gonna be like five people total that are interested <laughs> this is already longer than our last podcast episode i'd just like to throw that out there yeah but uh, what are you feeling for the score? Uh, I think four and a half. Four and a half. Wow, nice. I'm tossing it a four, but pretty close to a four and a half. I liked this so much more than I thought I would. I cannot believe. Oh, it's a great movie. How good it is. <laughs> um, and it's got a great score too. The score is so good. The score is amazing. Like it reminded me of the Social Network in a lot of ways. Uh, so yeah, loved it. Um, cool. Well, oh, and time of day rating. I'm thinking like a. This is a solid. 
I would say it's 7 p.m. Uh, well, so I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a double header in okay. baseball. That's when you play two games in a day. Generally, after <laughs> one game was like rained out or something. Yeah. So I think it's it's like just a full day experience. Wow. Because this movie is quite long. Yeah, it is pretty long. Um, cool. Well, that does it for uh, Moneyball. It's on Hulu with a Stars subscription, and it's on yeah, if, Prime with a Stars subscription. Yeah, if you um, want to hear me talk more about baseball, just you know, start. If you listen to a baseball podcast, just say, "Hey, get this guy on." Yeah. <laughs> get the movie guy on, Jeff. Um, and then he's going to start talking about all his <laughs> the intentional catcher's interference. See, no <laughs> one, as far as I can tell, has ever proposed this strategy before. No. I, I haven't heard, and it's a pretty great strategy. And also, not very many people are talking about the the knuckleball strategy as well, where you no, yeah. you have like two knuckleballs on staff because right now there's I think zero knuckleballers in the entire major leagues. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to keep two on just to keep people honest. You know, they're not going to hit these knuckleballs after facing some high heat. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. Um, definitely exhausted the baseball. T- <laughs> thing um well we have some questions today that are pretty fun um question one uh why doesn't jeff shut up about baseball <laughs> question one could you guys go into some it's, cool it's baseball from, it's from strategies? user donut boy <laughs> <laughs> that's me um yeah uh this first one comes from melon boy basically donut boy uh just a different food and it is crunchy or creamy peanut butter creamy yep creamy cool glad we're on that i don't see why anyone would like crunchy i like I, i'm not against something crunchy in a peanut butter based sandwich yeah. but i don't think it should be the peanut butter that is crunchy no it just it it's weird it feels unfinished mm-hmm. it feels like shit is in it my it does feel like unfinished yeah that's a great way of putting it because peanut butter my my appeal it... of peanut butter is that it's like a butter i don't yeah. you know it, if it's if it's crunchy it just it, like the texture it, i don't my brain doesn't like it yeah it just feels like it hasn't been ground up enough yet exactly like someone put this put this back in the butter machine <laughs> it's not finished grind it up needs to grow up um <laughs> <laughs> grow up and get creamy you know that's my <laughs> that's that is i don't like that don't ever say that no, again <laughs> no one ever says that mama used to tell me uh, <laughs> grow, grow up and get creamy. Grow up and get creamy. Uh, <laughs> Imagine saying that to like a bully or something. Hey, grow up and get creamy. You know. <laughs> oh, all right. This next one comes from Lily Pad Marshmallow. A lot of food talk in the question. I think today. that one's a How I Met Your Mother reference. Oh, okay. Uh, this one goes, who would you want potentially on the podcast? Like, who is your dream guest, Jeff? Who's my dream guest? Yeah. Okay, so I have, I think, two answers. Okay. One is is for podcast growth, just purely from a financial standpoint. I think if we get BTS on... <laughs> expected that answer <laughs> yeah but no just think no, that'd about be that a right genius we, business move yeah right we would have like it's like we go from 
like a few thousand people listening and then it's like uh five million okay yeah. we get some sponsors yeah Squares, we, squarespace Squarespace. just for stamps.com stamps.com yeah. will be sending us so much mail trying to get us to <laughs> just i don't know there's there. some stamps joe stamps is gonna send us so much mail they're gonna send us so many stamps <laughs> so then we can mail out stuff uh, um yeah okay so yeah, so that's option so BTS one. is definitely in our in yeah our list. Um, I think that one that would be just hilarious and that it would just be a train wreck. Yeah, would be Liam Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would really boost our England. Oh yeah, profile. That would for be sure. an awful podcast. I bet. Yeah. Uh. There's too many good answers for this question. It's a great yeah. question. Yeah. Now that I think about it, that'd be... <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we were going to go for, like, what would be a really interesting discussion, I think, like, you know, Wes Anderson would probably be, like, Any the dr- most yeah. stereotypical one we could get. Right. We'd both geek out pretty hard about that, I feel yeah. like. Or Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson... I was gonna say Vince Vaughn, but not Vince Vaughn because he's he's got some weird politics. Uh, yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a yeah. I, did I tell you I saw Vince Vaughn? No. When I was coming out of okay, so oh, this is a really funny story. I was coming out of Sonic the Hedgehog, not the restaurant. And <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant the restaurant. <laughs> no, it was and so you, that was the good movie clarification. in L.A. And I was coming out, and I got recognized by these two fans. And they were like, oh my god, Carson. I was like, hey. And we were, this is actually my last fan interaction, I think, uh, before all this went down. And it was cool. We were talking. And then they were like, oh my god, I can't believe it's you. And then we both looked over and it was Vince Vaughn. And all three of us were like, is that Vince Vaughn? <laughs> and we were all three, like, starstruck. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we're going to go get a picture. And I was like, I don't need a picture with Vince, but uh, have fun. And it was just, <laughs> it was a funny and It was little- Vince Vaughn. It was confirmed, Vince Vaughn. I do have a picture of it in my phone. I can I can put it. You up. have a picture of them getting the picture? No, I have a picture of Vince Vaughn. Just casually, like he was just sitting on this, like uh, not sitting. He was like kneeling up against this thing, like one leg up on this bench. He looked looked like super casual, which is like I guess he's a person. I but I didn't expect <laughs> Vince yeah. Vaughn to be. So... Vince Vaughn's not allowed to be casual. No, he's <laughs> he's got to be. On it at all times. Like, hey, Vince, don't you have some weddings to crash? <laughs> I should have I said that to him. Just yeah, that's up, like, don't you have some weddings to crash? That's like the time I yelled to John Travolta that I loved him in Wild yeah, Hogs. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, Should have gone up to Vince Vaughn and been like, grow up and get creamy, you know? <laughs> I love how I've unintentionally thrown, you know, at the end of every time I've said that. Uh, anyways, that's, uh, so not Vince Vaughn. I don't know who else. I th- I've said this in a few different live streams, but David Lynch would be really funny on the podcast. I feel like, cause he's like a really, he doesn't like talking about movies that much mm-hmm. from the interviews I've seen. He's just likes talking about whatever, well, which is what this podcast, this podcast is. Neither do we. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could just talk about meals. Um, yeah, that would be fun though. Like some famous movie person but it's an all like all question episode that's literally like what i i like want to have like (laughs) a podcast that's what this is but i like i'd love to get the chance to interview someone very like prestigious but we just talk about like Mm -hmm. not sean baker 
Sean Baker, who is a possibility still. Um, who else? I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess that does it. Bill Murray would be really fun. I feel like Bill yeah. Murray would get the vibe. Anyways, um, what was the... Okay, this this next one also comes from Lilypad Marshmallow, and it is favorite class you took in college. Okay. Um, mine isn't a very... Ex- well, let me... Because I have my go-to that I always say that was like a super good class, but it's not very exciting, so I'm trying to think of a more... Uh, yeah, fuck it. I, I had this class called like Editing Styles and Techniques um, that like in- introduced me to a lot of like experimental film and like just a great mm-hmm. class overall. I really loved it. But, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I yeah, I'm guessing that for this question you aren't counting like study abroads oh man yeah i guess yeah probably not (laughs) that's that's probably an unfair yeah um, but yeah i think that i had i always liked the film school classes where it was just make a ton of stuff Mm -hmm. production those were fun yeah Yeah, like production type classes um but if i'm going like my undergrad when i had because my i have a degree in anthropology Mm-hmm. Um, I took a class that was the archaeology of Caribbean piracy. Oh, that's <laughs> so it's just like a class about pirates, which is kind of fun. That's pretty fun, yeah. Well, that's cool. So um, what you, that's what the kind of ar- archaeology classes you get in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Man, um, well, we have one more, and it's a short one uh, from Golden Trigger Forty Two. It is wait the questions short or like the answers are going to be short. It's a is, short is question. The question's just like why? yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just like why, how. Uh, I mean, we could go on forever about that, but uh, That's a they ask where question. is meme of the month? Okay, That's a, that is a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> and here, here's I think what we're gonna do. I think you you're gonna be gone for the weekend. Yep, till Monday. Yeah, which is when this comes out. So you're gonna be back when this comes out. Yeah, yeah. But that that week, so the week after this comes out, we're gonna record one. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, we'll do it. And Jeff and is gonna edit it. I'm gonna edit it, and then we're gonna get some hats out. We're gonna uh, get some. Yeah, we're gonna have the hats on sale. Where you're you're making a website. I am making the website, and the website looks so good. The model shots we took are so funny. <laughs> I realized yeah, I didn't I'm get gonna, any in them, but yeah, hey, it's okay. I'm going to come out with the, the pricing model. I'm going to do some research <laughs> this yeah. weekend. I was going to make sure that we can sell them in a way where we're, it's like not hemorrhaging money by having to ship it to yeah. Australia, and that being the entire cost. That is true. I, f- I forgot we so, have a lot of overseas fans. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the thing. We're going to have to figure that out. But I think that we're going to have about 35 hats as are in stock. And I said this on the live stream, and we're not just saying this to really push sales, but that's not a lot of hats. So if you want one, we suggest getting getting on it. We're also going to try to make it as cheap as possible. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to like really make money because i think where we're at we want to probably slightly make money because we each took i think we ordered 50 hats just to be very transparent on this Mm -hmm. we each took seven just to like have and give to like family and friends yep and then from the 35 we probably you know want to 
break even or make a tiny bit of money on like the overall price. Yep. So that's the scoop. Yeah, we're not going to try to. We're not selling you these hats for like $50 or anything. No, no. <laughs> it's going to be in the normal small batch hat price range. Yeah, not selling them for 50 but they'll be worth way more somewhere in the yeah. future. And Karsten will <laughs> autograph all the hats. No, yeah. he's not going to do yeah. that. Would, I, I feel like I don't know if that would enhance or decrease the price. Yeah, I, I thought about that. I have this like, I did this giveaway. Um for this Paddington 2 Blu-ray, but it got messed up in the mail, so they sent it back, and I had to just... This was... It was a whole mess, but long story short, I had to get it back, so now I just have my own copy of Paddington 2 signed by myself, <laughs> which is just... It's so... It just looks like I just wrote... wrote yeah. a, I, yeah. I think, though, that when you sign something, it, at the very least, it probably breaks even, right? Like, I don't think that you having writing on something decreases the value. I think if I wrote it, like... <laughs> on something it would definitely decrease the value by a lot especially if you just wrote jeff nothing else <laughs> not even my last name yeah just jeff it's not even in cursive it's just <laughs> just ugh. yeah um so yeah meme of the month is coming soon and the hats are yeah. coming soon they won't be signed and yeah and i promise that i for a long time will not have an episode where i just relentlessly throw sports terminology and stuff that no one cares about out hey i i bet people learned a thing or two this episode probably not even because i wasn't even structured enough <laughs> for someone to learn something my brain was just like this and this and this and this yeah all right knuckleballs <laughs> um well let's uh let's get into the wrap-up shall we uh we mm -hmm. last we like to uh, read a review to encourage you guys to leave reviews um because we like to know what you think uh, this comes from, uh, let's see, let's see. Okay, this one's weird. Um, this one comes from Percy Jackson uh, from the United States of America, five stars. Uh, subject line was, give me a weird dream, not in that way. And it, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is Jeff still here? Uh, it reads... Love this podcast. I tried falling asleep to it the other night, as other listeners do, but it gave me some weird dreams. I had a dream that Karsten, Jeff, and I went to a tattoo parlor, and that Karsten gave me a really bad tattoo of guitars on my knees. Other than that, the <sighs> other than the trauma of having that dream, I really enjoy this podcast, and the chemistry between Jeff and Karsten is very natural, and conversations flow nicely. I will continue listening to this pod every Monday, but during the day, lol. Thanks, guys. Addison. <laughs> Cool. Well, that confused Thank me because it says from yeah. per Percy Jackson, but uh, oh, maybe that's just a different. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but Adam. Well, Percy Jackson well, is like the that character in that. Yeah, book the Percy Jackson in the something. Uh, but okay, so it says Percy Jackson obsessed. So that's the username. Addison's the person. There you go. We all got it. Thank you, Addison. Thank you, Addison. Now what if that's how tattoo parlors work you could just go in and use their equipment and give someone else a tattoo <laughs> of guitars that'd be very difficult yeah um, well I, that's probably why it turned out so badly yeah yeah did they especially on your knee why would you that'd be the hardest place to give someone a tattoo yeah because like would you do it when their knee was bent right I feel like you couldn't because your knee's not going to be bent most of the time. Uh -huh. So imagine if you gave a tattoo and their knee was bent and then like they're like, okay, done. And then they straighten their leg out and it was just all like clumped up. <laughs> That's a worse place to get a tattoo. Um, also, it seems like that'd be very painful. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was just looking at my own tattoo. Sometimes you forget it's there. Um, next, we'd like to announce the next movie for next week. Next week, we are going to talk about Looper. The uh, Ryan... Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. I actually don't... I haven't seen know. it either. Really? It's the... Yeah, uh, I, I threw out just like a few random movies that I like hadn't seen but had kind of wanted to or had already seen like Moneyball and just was going to watch again anyways. anyways. Yeah. This is a... It's directed by Ryan Johnson. I'm sure you guys know what it is. Uh, stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt and it's available, I think... Oh, it's available on Prime. So if you have a Prime Perfect. subscription, check it out. Um, and lastly, we'd like to thank our patrons. Uh, if you would like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, Zoom hangouts, um, and much, much more. Yeah, and this month we're going to, it's September now, so we're going to do a Zoom hangout sometime this month. Yes. It will be announced at some other point. Pretty soon, yeah. Uh, so here's that shoutout. Uh, thank you, Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Atticus Merwin, Bex, Blake Root, Boat, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Drew Jackson, Eden, Grant Gao. Guys, I hate to say it, but I think Jeff might be on to us. Hi, I'm new here. Holly Edwards, Iron Tusk 93, Isabel, Iva, Jacob Colness, John Van Hout, Joshua Krzwicki, Josie Eiler, Katie T, Liqui, Liv Rob, Lucian Vecina, Louis Buss, Molly Overbow, Martin Deff, Marilee Borslow, Mima, Moses Ox, Pablo Patel, Parks, Ready Steady Ernie, Robert Burke, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Super Cali Fragilistic, XB Aladocious, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Hardy, Ten Billion, Toad Pimp, Vegard Strom, Vera S. Yolki Sasquatch, and Yusef A. I killed that one today. I That was really that good. Was... In the beginning, there was like a great flow to it. Yeah. You could have just laid a track behind that <laughs> and it would have worked. It was a it was a rap. Yeah. Well it's like we we, we every so many new members have joined, which thank you guys so much. Yeah, it's, and I promise that the other episodes, again, won't feature as much baseball. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there's at least going to be a, like one or two of these people are like, I regret this Patreon purchase. <laughs> for as much as you've talked about baseball, you've also apologized for talking about baseball. Which I think is how it should be. Yeah, yeah. Because we hate sports here <laughs> in, the, in the film we hate community. Them, even though I like them. Yeah. Hate baseball, but love talking about it. Um. <laughs> cool well thank you so much guys uh i think that's that's it for today i think it is we, we definitely someone asked someone wanted us to go over an hour again because we really last last one was pretty short and we definitely did that how long was the last one it came out to be like 30 30 something minutes like really like, <laughs> did, did we end up using the footage of us playing yep. frisbee yep Oh nice! Plugged it in. It's that's really funny. funny footage. It was a very. It's probably the one time I like dropped it, right? Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of footage, so that's only. Well, the thing is, I had to slow down part of it to make it go over the gap, and that was that clip was one of them. So it's just you <sighs> dropping it in slow motion, and then Jaxie pans, and you're just standing there. People have seen it. Um, yeah. So Jeff, do you have, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Uh, I I'm about to say, catch you on the flip side, but apparently not if it's a frisbee. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.